All I saw was some carrots hanging over a fire. That was it. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm plump and delicious. And I'm so hungry. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the convivial caddy butcher. Gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? Al, you're drinking, so I'm going to get you to go first. There we go. See, slugs look plump and delicious, but don't eat them. They'll kill you. Um, Why would they kill you? Because they've got poisonous. parasites in that get uh, into your brains and paralyze you. And like the sushi death. fish that eats, eats your brain. Mm, tasty fish. Mm. Um, yeah, what have, I, what have I been up to? Um, this I don't week, know, that's why this, I asked. This, I this, no oh, it's, the, it's the part of the show. Um, <laughs> this weekend, I was on Godfather duties, so I was looking after the girls, um, and that consisted of fixing bicycles, going on bike rides, going to soccer practice, um, having to watch football. Okay. Hand egg. Um, and then having to watch Strictly Come Dancing, which involved not only dancing, watching dancing, but also making scorecards to then judge <laughs> and have <laughs> their own ad hoc a Strictly Come Dancing competition. Amazing. Um, and various nappy changes and other related uh, endeavors. Um, and then Tomorrow we are kicking off the festivities with the Scouts Christmas Fair, where we're going to sell a bunch of stuff and basically fleece people like carnies um, nice. and raise money for the Scouts. And so I'm just trying to work out how to make the little Bucky Dalgona cookies, cookies from Squid Games with the little Ooh. shapes in the middle so the kids can make those. Nice. Pretend that they don't know what Squid Games is, even though they've already seen it. And sell it to their parents who do know what Squid Games is. <laughs> so it's like just everyone's mildly lying to each other, but we yeah. all know what's going on. Nice. Cool. That's it. Come cool, on. Uh, Brett, what about you? What have you been up to? I have been working very diligently to finish my treasure trade project, which I believe I did finish. Maybe like minus a couple bells and whistles at the end. Uh, should be able to send that out tomorrow on time which feels very good nice i have also been uh jumping back and forth working on house projects as usual steve i will tell you i spent a decent amount of this week uh when i was sat working on my project and i just had my phone set up watching action bronson eating food nice. and doing all of the fuck that's delicious stuff which was quite enjoyable, and I'll admit, I had no idea who Action Bronson was before. Yeah, me neither. As far as I'm con concerned, he's a food critic. It It's interesting to watch him, because I'm like, well, he's a rapper, but it looks like he knows a little bit about food. I don't know, it shows him <laughs> cooking in his kitchen a few times, yeah. and he doesn't look like he's completely inept, so give him credit for that. But there's just so much weed smoking and, and so much food. Yeah. Um, but that's why they eat so much food, is because they smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, there you go. I, I was trying to work out if that was just in a day. I mean, <laughs> I know they, they were all large gentlemen, but <laughs> I mean, that's pushing it. Well, mm. I, as I say, I think the New York one was pretty much all in a day. Oh, the is, Jersey one. The yeah. Jersey one also seemed a bit, I was just like, God, they're getting breakfast. And then the next place they go is supposedly for lunch. It's like even those two meals together. It's like yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Um, I finished Dune. Nice. Audiobook this week. Not too bad. And honestly, it's just been a lot of um, been a lot of working on the treasure trade thing. Just getting like caught up in a bunch of stuff I've never really done before, but kind of yeah. know. Like we've talked about, where it's like, ah, I've kind of done these in parts, 
little individual things and then putting it all together uh, was just a bit more of a workload than I expected. But nice. other than that, just gearing up to, uh, I don't know, start enjoying all of the festivities, fest- festive times mm. coming in the future. I like how you both uh, set up little segues there, a little, little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, well, I don't really care about celebrating holidays, to be quite honest. <laughs> and I never like walking in Home Depot when they have the Christmas stuff up because it's just I see, I, overpowering. I fucking but... love it. Uh, not in like the middle of October, but like in December. I, I, it's fucking great. It's the best time of year. Um, but uh, what have I been up to, you ask? Well... Fuck you. No, I didn't. Ask. Fuck you in the ear. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long day. It's just aggressive. Uh, I am mildly hungover. Um, we we had a. Hi, Murph. Murph's here as well. Um, we had a staff meal thing. It's it's not our Christmas meal. It's It was literally just. An ex- I think it was just an excuse for Al to go out and get drunk. Um, but uh, Nicholas. Extant, extent, dent. I, don't, I, I can't pronounce his name. Um, extent, extent. Thank you. Uh, who's got a, a restaurant in Stockholm and one in London? Very, very good. Like fire chef. Um, inspired a lot of the modern kind of fire cooking people that are around now. Um, and he did a like a guest chef uh, an evening at um, Hauser and Worth. The oh, sorry, Roth Bar and Grill, which is the restaurant attached to Hauser and Worth Art Gallery, um, which is not too far from us. And it was a really nice day. We got to to hang out with um with the chefs. Uh they apparently last time they came over were given uh one of our butter knives each. And uh one of them managed to get the butter knife through customs. The other one apparently the butter knife was about three millimeters too long and he wasn't allowed to take it through. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think we might have to send them out uh, a couple of butter knives. Also, um, maybe just get a bit more fucking consistent with your no stock. Cheeky I thought Al would have spotted a three millimeter too long. I know, off, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty, it, to be fair, it's probably one of the ones that Jimmy did, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we had a really, really, really good uh, day. Um, and to be fair, this week's been pretty good as well. So. Obviously, this time of year normally for us is an extraordinarily busy period because with the festive season coming up, we're normally doing bath Christmas markets. We're normally doing loads of wholesale and we're normally um, like pushing stuff out the door for the website as well. Um, we're not doing the markets this year because they're not they're not on, not in the same capacity. Um, and the wholesale orders, we have, well, I think we, we talked about it on here before, but we, we managed to get them all done Um at the beginning end of October. Um, so yeah, we're kind of, we're in this really weird position where we're kind of not, not necessarily like relaxed, but we're not super stressed out, um, which is really stressing Al out because <laughs> he can't understand why he's not stressed out. So he's stressing mm-hmm. him out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's quite nice because without um, leaning too much into the topic, like it's, it's quite nice knowing that we're we're kind of going to be going into December, um, being able to, to to be festive and enjoy the season. Um, the last few years have been so crazy that we've not really had a chance to. And mm-hmm. 
and yeah, it, like like I say, this is one of my favourite times of year. But every job I've ever had, it's always been absolute hell this time mm-hmm. of year because, um, like in the IT world, there was everyone else always wanted to take loads of holiday because they had kids and wanted to spend time with them. So I was always like, oh, it's okay, I'll I'll cover those shifts because you've got children to go watching plays and things like that. Um, obviously, the door work side of things and the hospitality side of things was just horrible because people at this time of year are just the worst Mm -hmm. um and with the it uh, with the it thing with um the forge obviously this is normally our busiest time of year um so yeah i'm quite looking forward to being able to actually enjoy the festive season um this year and be able to to take part in a few more things and go out and drink some mold cider in fact saying Mm -hmm. that we might be doing another evening at the forge soon we 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 kind of talked about doing it as a just a like a work like the four of us maybe a couple of friends um and just just doing it for a bit of fun and just getting the fires going getting the um like the ovens and that going and just cooking for ourselves but as tends to happen with al he's expanded on that and this is now like he's he's like oh yeah because we get so and so down we could do this we Mm -hmm. could do that and basically just having another launch party i'm like no al that's way too much to organize let's just have a party for us um but yeah being able to do like mold cider on the open fire and stuff like that it's it's gonna be really nice um Mm -hmm. but yeah so yeah i think like this kind of time of year being like the festive thing is quite nice um that's kind of that that was a a real struggle of a segue (laughs) because the all right the topic of, of festive was uh, was far too vague, and I'm far too hungover to narrow it down. At all. So, so Brett, why don't you uh, why don't you talk? Yeah, about I'll it? I'll take a crack at it. So I feel like um, it wasn't really work updates or anything for the initial topic of the show, but within the last week, um, I got to chat with the Making Our Way podcast folks, hmm. um, and if anybody follows Christy, which is Twisted Taunt Woodworking. She she always talks about her family or herself just cooking loads, right? And just she posted recently that she made this dinner and it was sent around a relatively decent sized get together. And that reminds me of the Midwest because she's also from a similar area as me. And it was always a big deal to make loads of food, like way too much. No matter how many people were coming, it was always too much food. Um, and now that I'm, you know, older and, and I, I don't spend all the time around the family cause I, I'm not necessarily traveling home or it's not the convenient, most convenient thing to do. Um, we had a small little session where Ben had to work on some cutting boards concepts that he was thinking of. One of which is this like juice draining cutting board that you then use said meat juice to create a little marinating pool. And of course, anybody that's not a meat eater is probably going to be upset by the visual of the whole thing. But it was just me. You can drain juices out of a roast squash. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They all got up and up in arms about it. Anyway, we sat uh, for the final shots of Ben's video. We sat and just had a quick little meal, and it was really nice because we ended up talking about it being almost like a like a butcher block hot pot situation where mm. typically you know you get the hot stones in the middle and everyone's like having a little bit of a gimmicky time cooking their own meat. But this was just 
Like there's like a sauce basin in the middle and everyone's just using it sat there and it was nice because it creates, I don't know, it creates that communal aspect of enjoying the food together. And so I know as far as festivities go or as far as the holiday season, I know we talk about food all the time, but it ends up becoming a huge focus of, Ooh, what are the things we eat during the cold months or ooh, soups? Soups are so nice. And maybe we can make a, a, a slow cooked roast or something. You know, Ben, Ben has a habit of doing these slow cooked things in the, uh, in the crock pot. And I just thought about it the other day. I'm like, Oh, Ben's going to start making those again sometime soon, <laughs> which is really nice. Um, so I feel like through these cold months, I feel like I'm going to have markers of just being able to eat food over at my little cabin. Like I'm not far off from getting to the point where I could actually make some food over at my place. And it's almost going to become like a little milestone marker of, Oh, it's the holiday season. It's, it's like, I can cook in my place. There's smells within my house. I can put mm. cinnamon in there if I wanted to. Yeah. I, 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 I totally got those vibes today. I'm just literally before we started recording, taking some flapjack out of the oven. Mm, and just decided to put like cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, ginger in there. Mm. Just just exactly to your point, Brett, because it's just heading into that festive like season and it's mm-hmm. and every all the atmosphere, you know, I'm just waiting for some bit of snow now. Like we we had a frost <laughs> we had a frost last week and it just it just got them them sensations tingling in me. And I was like, yeah. yeah, it's getting to that point. You know, it's dark at night, like you want to get cozy, the heating's on, like just all that kind of comforting Mm. things that you need to get through to get through this season mm-hmm. yeah i mean like for me that that kind of starts um the normally the end of september um so there's a an event around here uh called pack monday fair which is the first oh, fuck what is it it's the first monday after the 10th of october um <laughs> but yeah because they have to make it overly complicated gotcha. um, but uh but basically, it's uh, it's celebrating the completion of the Abbey in in Sherborne. Um, so it's been going on for years and years and years, and there's loads of things to it. But that, to me, is always like the start of the cold season. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that, and where there's like there's roast chestnuts being served and night markets and stuff like that. And then after that, everything's just kind of you know that that's when I start doing um, like the the bonfire toffee. Uh, black tea that I've got. Mm-hmm. I do that with some Lafroy in it, so it's really nice and smoky and hot and mm. it's good to good to drink. Um, yeah. And like mulled ciders and and shit like that. And I I quite happily drink that all through the the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always know when it's starting to switch over because on a um, on a weekend, rather than just having like some cereal or some toast or doing like Mexican beans or eggs on toast or something like that, I'll do. Um, porridge but with and this is uh phil from phil makes things um porridge peanut butter uh cinnamon and maple syrup and oh it's so good Al's face he's so upset yeah this fucking thing with peanut butter man just oh no 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 give it a rest hey go on good it's good and it's it's not the fucking sugar-filled peanut butter either it's actual peanut butter just 100 whole earth yeah, oil butter. Yeah, <laughs> the one where you've got to mix it up because it's yeah. fucking. That's how you know it's good. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, everyone kind of characteristic characteristically whinges and complains about Christmas. Like, oh, the Christmas decorations are up in the stars. They try to sell me cream eggs. It's like it's no, fucking great. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. If the second Mariah Carey comes off, I'm smashing the place up. But 
um, it's all the, it's all the nice things that you do yeah. that are not necessarily the commercial side of it. Um, and I just got a message about the animations that I did last year for the movie Christmas movie quiz, um, and someone was just asking for all the answers so they could like test their boyfriend or something. Yeah. Um, and it, it got me into that thinking like. Oh yeah, you just put films on like that that time of year, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like you know like yeah. I'm watching this on Christmas Day because it's a Wonderful Life, but even just maybe it's because the nights are closing in, and you need something to do when it's dark and you you know you can't work outside or something, um, and you find yourself maybe watching watching the odd movie and it, it just gets you in the mood and it's all these sensations. So you've got you've got the smells in the house, you've got the food that you're eating, you've got the the rituals brett you're saying like about like actually gathering together and stuff and it being a bit more special mm. in terms mm-hmm. of like who you spend your time with you know it's like it, it's always the big question like what are you doing at christmas where are you going to go what you know wh- who are you going to spend it with that kind of thing it, i guess it's the same for thanksgiving in the states but yeah like i th- i think like it's that's what i kind of like about this time of year though is the fact that like so you you start getting into that zone you start getting into the um the <sighs> The, the Christmas spirit, for want of a better expression, um, because festive, yeah, um, because people start, um, they start acting in a different way, and it's yeah. it's one of those things that I love, but at the same time, really fucking annoys me, um, because people act like you you only need to be nice to other people at this time of the year, and it's like no, you could just do that all the year round, and the world would be a better place. Um, but also to the same extent, the same people also try and use it as an excuse for doing horrible things and just being like, oh, but it's Christmas. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, and I do, I really love it. And I, I really like the whole decorations and, and all of that. Like, I don't go mad with it. My, my mum, bless her, when we used to have the farmhouse, that like every room had a different theme and there was fucking twigs that were painted silver that were hanging from the ceiling in one hallway and like something else in another and there'd be like three christmas trees and all of this but i i think one of the things i I really like about is the the traditions around it um and the fact that people go out of their way to to do these things so you know there's um in in sherborne every year there's there's always the tradition of on um uh christmas eve everyone goes to the plume and everyone goes to uh, the Digby Tap, and yeah, ev- everyone drinks. Everyone's really friendly. I've never had a problem um, ever working at Christmas Eve in Sherman because there's never any fights. Everyone always gets on with everyone. Um, and like I remember being in the Digby Tap before, and the the brass band came in and just started playing Christmas songs in the middle of the pub. And this pub's like the size of my living room it's tiny and it's already got a hundred people in it and then this fucking brass band comes in and and all of that I, I love that that side of things and even down to individuals like individual people have traditions like um there's a anybody that that's followed me for a while will know that every christmas i get a ridiculously sized tree because mm-hmm. i've got really tall ceilings and i love christmas so like i get this big christmas tree in um and uh and yeah so the the, the tradition is that me and mum go into the same uh christmas tree seller every single year um purchase like she'll spend probably about half an hour and go through about 15 different trees 
only to come back to the first tree that she picked out in the first place anyway, um, every single time. Uh, and I'll spend all of 30 seconds going, that one, the big Nordic fir over there, you've only got two that are big enough, and one of them's a spruce and one of them's a fir, and I want the fir. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and then like lugging them back, putting them on the top of the landy, that's genuinely the reason that I need to get the Land Rover fixed um, sooner rather than later is because I need it just for doing uh, this with mum because it's <laughs> it's a tradition. Um, and it's kind of it, like it puts that impetus to, to get things done. And, mm -hmm. um, and little things like just um, going and seeing friends and things like that. It's, it's just a really good excuse to do the stuff that we should be doing all year round. Uh, that, that, mm -hmm. that was kind of my point is, is and I'd love to take Brett's have brett's take on this because i think the shermans do it better than we do um but side note on the christmas tree thing mm. we used to live in a um converted barn and the ceiling was basically like 12 meters high nice so every year we used to get the most offensively big christmas tree yeah and it was always cheap because it was obviously he could yeah. never sell it yeah because the, nobody wants a tree that big but it would go in hours so much so that it would like bend over into the, <laughs> the, the top of the tree was even higher yeah. up um, and you could, I had to climb up on the beams and put the decorations yeah. on because you couldn't reach it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's great. Uh, yeah, no, but th just talking about kind of um, traditions. And I'd, uh, there's some things that I don't want to translate to England. I don't want mm. Black, Black, Black Friday emails. Mm. I don't care about that. Um, but yeah. there's some things from the States which I think I always get envious of. I always see kind of the. Um, labor day barbecues and, and and thanksgiving get togethers and all the all the festivities that go around it um yeah like so much so that i have a um super bowl party every year yeah because i see how much fun everyone has with tradition in, in america yeah. and, and 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 like you say getting those friends around having an excuse to basically enjoy life not just be the nine to five not just be you know i can't wait till fucking friday night because i don't have to work in the morning and that being mm -hmm. the grind and just repeating mm -hmm. that every week, whereas actually having these sort of milestones throughout the year is really refreshing. And it is, um, yeah, it's a bit indulgent, but it doesn't have to be this exquisite thing. It can just be sat around a fire with some slow cooked yeah. food, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I, I kind of want Brett's take on why you guys have, have all these kind of festive dates throughout the year and do you still get passionate about them? Is it only certain people that get passionate? You know, is it just a Karen thing that likes mm. likes Thanksgiving, or is I, it like? Yeah, I was going to say like that. Like we we've got St George's Day, but there's only a very select amount of people yeah. that get excited about you know, it, and mm -hmm. you, you shouldn't really be allowed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. And anything Dangerous that we have ground. to that point is like, oh, you're just being a nationalist as yeah, opposed to exactly. having your mates around for hot dogs. Yeah. I think it's a, it, it, I'm going to put this on my opinion, or at least my mm. perspective that most of the milestones, um, especially having a, a marketing background, Al, you know, that it's just like, how often can we get people to have an excuse to either spend money or go out and do something? Um, it seems like there are, you know, they've, they've done it for so long now that it's like every month or two, there's something some reason to go out and be with your family or spend money or buy gifts or whatever the hell it is. So I know I can be a bit of a grumpus or Scrooge, or whatever, but I, I feel like all of the important aspects of the holiday season, the typical holiday season are the families and the get togethers and 
because things are usually aligned with nine to five jobs of having more vacation time or Christmas breaks for the kids, winter breaks, whatever you want to call them. Um, everything was lined up around the, this is going to sound really condescending, but the like commercialization of everything, you know, it's like, oh, if we give people two weeks off, it's two weeks that they could like spend money and go out and do all of these things. Uh, at least that was what it always felt like, you know, rather than the, you have two weeks, you never get two weeks. Maybe take some time to relax. Yeah. Maybe enjoy some time with family. Maybe go outside and have a snowball fight or build a snowman, you know, because there's snow on the ground. So there were periods of my younger life where I felt like I got to enjoy those those times or those what would be considered the traditional um, holidays and things like that throughout the year. But it started to become more important to just like either take the time to myself especially when I was working the office job, just like take a couple days, clean the house. I always liked the idea of spring cleaning because yes, I love cleaning things, but take a couple days in the spring and just thin out, go donate clothes, go do all these other things. I used to, when I was younger, it was a requirement for a thing that I did in my overachieving mind. But I always enjoyed that, uh, this, this honor society thing that I was in, you needed, um, hours like community service hours that you would go and do and i'd always be the bell ringer and have people donating money or like you go to a, a food shelter and help do that and give out food or or work in a service line or something like that i think i've heard enough stories about people doing that in my adult life where it's like oh yeah i got two weeks off of work i spent three days of it at a food kitchen mm. like helping with the homeless mm. or, or or doing donation services or whatever it is love that love that because that's an active choice and it has nothing to do with what we see on tv yeah uh and especially just buying things like you know buying things you're helping people you have you're donating your time now because you have it off uh i think <laughs> i think just based on the initial question that you asked me which i've now completely forgotten um i like being able to have the excuse to hang out with people um, I'm not necessarily the most socially driven person to like go and hang out in large get togethers, mm. but I know the rest of my family is pretty keen on these like markers throughout the year of, of spending time together. So I think I'm going to get to do that. Uh, like my folks might be traveling out to visit my brother, uh, which would mean I get to go. It's a decent sized drive, but I can go and hang out with them you know, chat with the niece and nephew back home. But as far as getting together with the family and having these big food sessions and excuses to just take naps all day long, uh, I haven't done that in a really long time. So I don't know. I don't know if I have the best gauge for like the excuse of doing things. I think Steve's right. Like we should just do that more often or try and find time. Yeah. But in in the states we're very driven by the days off. Yeah. The holidays, right? You guys you guys basically spend half your year on holiday as far as I picked up <laughs> since I've known you. Uh but over here Thank you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, over here it just it's feels like work. all of those it's technically work, it's fine. <laughs> all of those uh all of the timing seems driven by the time off, right? Yeah. That people get. Yeah. So But I, th I think that that just a quick one, Steve, the the any excuse thing. Mm. Um, we've got a, you know, we had an office manager at work. Um, she's got a different job now, but she was obsessed with the um, 
national or international days. Yeah. Like National Cheeseburger Day, National Have a Hug Day, National yeah. Cardigan Day, whatever. And there's, there'd always be one every single day. Yeah. And she'd put, she'd send an email out to everyone, like, you know, here's an excuse today to eat apple pie. <laughs> and she'd go and get apple pies and bring them around on a little trolley for everyone. And yeah. it wasn't always food. Sometimes it was just like, you know, a national tree day or something. And it would be like, yeah. We're going to go and find a tree on our lunch break, whatever. Um, and I think it, it, some of them are ridiculous. Like, it's National yeah. Oreo Day. Everyone <laughs> go buy Oreos. Everyone uh, go buy cardboard. Yeah, exa- yeah, buy tasteless cardboard. Um, but I think some are just that exactly what you need, Brett, that excuse mm. to, just, to just stop the fucking routine, stop the rat race, stop just turning as a cog and just go, you know yeah. what? Yeah, I'm going to have some cheese crackers today because it's National Cheese Crackers Day. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> and why not? Why not have those like yeah. external things that are influencing you and saying, like, have a bit of fun? You know, it's not all serious all the time. So I love yeah. those. And just out of pure. Well, we're going to come back in now because uh, I was going to ask us a question, but then his mic broke and now he's forgotten what the question was. So I'm just going to take it over because I've got a question for these two. Um, so. Like I, I really like where this conversation's going and the idea of like forcing in those those traditions. Um, because normally it the kind of beginning of November, um, it varies time uh, year to year depending on when everyone's free. Um, but um we have a thing called the Great Sherbon Reunion. Um and basically it's it's a group of friends um who who get together. Um and it this started off uh because November, uh, fuck, um, 2010, I think it was, um, uh, one of our group, in fact, yeah, 2010, uh, one of our group, um, Joey, uh, took his own life. Um, it was, it was really shit. Um, and the worst part of it was, um, most of us hadn't seen Joey for a year, 18 months, some of us even more, um, just because life's fucking busy people people don't always stay in touch and especially with social media and stuff like that it's very very easy to think that clicking like on someone's status is the same as grabbing a coffee with them or actually dropping them a text and saying hello or having a chat or whatever well now um, you can have a virtual coffee steve in the virtual exactly. world on facebook yes. so it's, yeah. it's almost just as good yeah you know, it's, it's exactly us. the same um but yeah, and like I mean, I think everyone knows that I'm quite a big proponent of actually um, of like Reds texting Tuesday and shit like that. Just getting in touch with people and and dropping them a random message and just saying like, "Hey man, just thinking of you, love you, whatever." Um, because I have obviously lost friends to it, um, and so from that, the the next year we we started doing this reunion thing, and it was basically just we're like there is a core group of us that are going to be here on this date um let everyone know and you know it'd be, it'd be great if you could come along there's no pressure to do it um but if you did want to it'd be awesome um and it kind of snowballed from there um so it got to the point where, where there was a lot of people that were turning up some years you know we'd get maybe a dozen people turning up some years we'd get like 50 people turning up um and it, it would kind of peak and trough sort of thing um, obviously we've not had it for a couple of years because of um everything that's going on in the world. Um 
but it's really like I, I love the reunion i fucking love doing it um i love it, it's a ball like to to organize everyone but it's really nice and normally what we'll tend to do is we'll we'll all meet up and go out on uh either the friday or the saturday night and then the next morning i'll normally do a huge cook up at mine for breakfast and just do like the biggest like buffet fry up you've seen in your life and just get everyone to come around and yeah it's a bit of a ball like doing that and organizing that many people and cooking for that many people but i wouldn't give it up for the world because it means i get to see my friends um mm -hmm. and more than anything i get to to bring them into my house as well um but it's really difficult to do that um and especially to do that regularly and consistently um and to expand it out to to large groups of, of people that because the thing is is like i i think i've talked about um playing D, &D before as well like the the thing that I loved about D&D &D was it was an excuse every week, every couple of weeks to go and catch up with these, this group of friends. Um, and, you know, come hell or high water, every couple of weeks, we'd catch up, we'd see each other. You know, if we missed one week, that was fine, but we'd be there the next week and, and all of this. So you'd always have this constant, um, just touching base with people. Um, but something like that is quite, um, it's quite like self-contained um so it's not open to someone that's not already part of the party um whereas say, with the reunion it's quite it's quite nice because it is it's an open thing um it's kind of like any of the maker events um you know people can just turn up and you know they can they can come and get a hug off of me or jamie or al or whoever um not obviously not off brett because you can't touch brett um he it, it, it doesn't unless, unless you're a cat Yes, unless you're a cat, in which case you can. Uh, all of all of the cuddles, um, but yeah, you know, like it's it's very difficult to 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 force that in, and it's very difficult to to do it in a way that's that's open to to other people, and like I said, especially without having an excuse like we we do with Joey. Um, and I just wondered if you guys had any ideas. Like, obviously, Al, you've got the the Super Bowl party, which. I know for a fact you're more than happy to open up to people that have no interest whatsoever. Oh, it's in that's ninety percent of the attendees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's if you have like any I'm... other ideas? Well, the... I don't know that I have any other ideas, but this is piquing my interest, Steve, because the idea of developing your own traditions or your yeah. own breaks throughout the year that you do this seems like it could be really fun because. I'm I'm not trying to harp on the fact that I don't like holidays all season round, and I don't like the idea that they are an excuse. I get it, especially over here. I talked about it, but so much of the uh, the off days or or little like vacation days happen around these. So I get it. I get why they all align. But what about developing your own traditions? Like Steve, yours is you know kind of spawned from something that was very sad, but it's now keeping people together mm. and keeping them connected from something terrible that happened but now you guys could continue that effectively forever if you wanted to and that's an excuse you know to get yeah. together it's it's in remembrance but you know you probably end up enjoying the hell out of that excuse of a time al doing the super bowl party makes a ton of sense and i don't know if in our day and age we shift it to more of like an online thing where I, I think it's fun just to be able to get together, even if it is through the computers, right? It's maybe not ideal, but 
I'm not going to be able to travel to 15 different countries to see everybody uh, that I'd like to. So what kind of things can we do? I'm, I'm springboarding off of your idea, Steve, just to say, like, how can we shift this to be less of an excuse? Mm. Like, say, say reason instead of excuse or yeah. uh, we have to align it with the holidays or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, but. I like that you questioned reason versus excuse, but also reason sounds like it has to be really like yeah, really yeah. important. Whereas I would I would prefer it if just it wasn't. It was just yeah. like from now on we're gonna do this. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and put the marker on. Every year we're gonna do it. Because I I love this idea of 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 creating your own traditions. Because yeah. you know, I'm not a Christian, so I don't really no. care about Christmas. It's irrelevant. Um and all the these only... other sort of pagan ones, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. romantic, but so what? Yeah. Um so i mean a sporting event happens on a certain time of the day of a certain year like that's just how it is it's you know it's not it's not really relevant to me so i I love this either something that of a day that's happened to you where something for 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 good or bad is Mm. is is in your memory um or something just completely meaningless and nonsense yeah um and, and just go with it and then that's where you can be a bit more frivolous and a bit more um has a bit more character like you're owning it yeah it's but, not I mean, it's not it's not on a clinton's card yeah exactly and I, I think that's why i quite like the the term excuse rather than reason because like mm. you say reason sounds like there's got to be a reason for it yeah. excuse well, have you got is, that tattoo yeah exactly <laughs> it, excuse is because like that it's not the 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 day or the date or the mm. the thing that's the important thing the important thing is everyone getting together so it's an excuse to just get everyone together I like that. That's that's yeah. a much more positive way of thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, and then, and then yeah. you're not shoehorned a bit by like the, the the bullshit. Yeah. Marketing. That's all. That's a, yeah. This is just making me think. I never really thought about all this before, but it's just like, I guess I didn't like the idea that I'm not. I don't have to be in control of those days, but it's yeah. more just being told that like go be jovial because it's yeah. Christmas. Go. Yeah. Go to go do these 10 things because this is what the whole family does every year. This is what everybody in our little community does every year during these four days. And and you're just not necessarily forced, but you're definitely encouraged coerced. to go. Yeah. yeah, coerced. So the idea of creating our own or making up excuses that become traditions. Yeah, love it. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Maybe that's why I think the whole event traveling for the events thing makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I always am going to want to tack on a few extra days because it's like, oh, I'm taking this time off to go do a thing. If, if you know, Maker Central, uh, I feel like it's been so long since we've done one of those, but the idea of being able to spend a few days, maybe seeing my friends in person and tacking those on, it's yeah. an excuse. The travel is an excuse. The event yeah. is an excuse. Yeah. It's not a holiday uh, in the American sense. Yeah. It's not something that's on the calendar to be celebrated by everybody, but it's my excuse that I'm in control of. I've traveled. Yeah. Um, wow. I've, I remembered what I was um, rambling on about when my mic cut out. Um, okay. We were talking about, Brett, you were talking about um, having it, sort of having an excuse and, and having a reason. Um, and it was about the national days. So my, my friend, was obsessed with these national days and for those that are interested today has three separate national days oh my because i'm I'm assuming there are more than 365 things in the world now that need a national <laughs> day 
Um, two of which I can understand. One being National Gingerbread Cookie Day. So, yes. you know, get, get your kitchen full of those delicious yeah. Christmassy spices. Um, the other one being National Stuffing Day. Ooh. I'm assuming not in the biblical sense, but just in the, again, delicious things baked in the oven with yep. spices. Um, and the third one, National Red Mitten Day. Not quite sure what that is. I need to go put some red mittens on. Because it's cold, obviously. Yeah. Well... Um, <laughs> I don't know why red specifically, yeah. but you know, go for it. Fill your boots. It's Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Two by um, two hands of red. But uh yeah, no, I, I sorry, that completely threw me. Um I I do really like the I mean, I've 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 obviously talked about it before, like the idea of of creating your own traditions. Um I think I mentioned it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago about the fact that we're gonna be redoing the the Boxing Day poker um thing at mine. Um and again, that is very much an excuse, um, and it, it stemmed from the same kind of thing as as the um, the reunion. Um, but I think that's one of the because this whole thing with traditions. I can't remember where it was said. I got a feeling it was on another podcast or maybe on this podcast. But someone saying uh, that um, traditions are just peer pressure from dead people. Um, I fucking <laughs> love that. That's because it's fantastic. it's true, and um, and so you know if if traditionally you're supposed to do X Y or Z, and you don't want to, fuck it, don't 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 do that. Make your own tradition. Decide that rather than going and see your family that you yeah you don't really get on with, but you feel like you've got to go see them because it's the thing. Go and see your friends, or go and see your family in the morning, but then go and see your friends in the evening. Like I've a few years running, I've done um like parties at mine on christmas afterwards or you know start the there's a tradition around here which is new year's day you go and run or you go down to west bay and you run stark bollock naked into the sea on Christ, on uh, new year's day just to cure the hangover that's why it started there's no significance behind it it's just a way of getting <laughs> over your hangover like figure out like what it is that you want and and use those those days as an excuse or make it your own because you don't have to to use an already existing tradition. You can you can make your own. We're fucking makers. Make it yourself. Because making it yourself is spiffing. People that we think that are spiffing. In which case, Al, have you got an order? Yeah, it's spa. Spa. Which means I am going first. Um, so I am, uh, I'm skipping uh, a blacksmith, surprise, surprise, Kel Surprise, um, who was shouted out by everyone's favorite annoying dickhead, uh, Chris Cash. Um, but yeah, Chris put up a story of uh, Evan Wilson um, the other day, who is a blacksmith who makes fucking incredible um like small sculptures and things out of metal. Um, I'm going to post it in the group chat a sec so you guys can see because this shit is insane. That's not the group chat. Very nearly sent it to a random friend who would have been very confused by that. Um, but yeah, uh, took one look at the post that Chris had shared and was like, what, what the fuck? Uh, I'm going to go have a look at this and then went and had a look. And it's, it's just fucking beautiful work. Um, it's it's not so much a case of like if you like blacksmithing you'll like it 
if you like sculpture, you'll probably like um, Evan's work. It's just gorgeous. And as a blacksmith, trying to figure out how he did some of these pieces and like what his starting stock was and and all of that. Those Christ ones are amazing. Yeah. Like it's it's fucking nuts. Like how the hell, like the, the hand. Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like wh- what did he even start with to, to make that? Like it's. Hey, wait, no, it's how do you get the strikes in? Yeah, I'm, I'm like you're looking at the angles and you think, well, how did you get a hammer to that? Oh, yeah, exactly. The tool. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, because even with a top tool, like it's it's not just a case of like hitting it with a top tool. It's like well, it's probably... like it looks like carving. Yeah, but blacksmith. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. It's like someone's carved it out of metal. Yeah. It's fucking gorgeous. Um, well played. Yeah. So I mean that that is entirely from from Chris Cash, and I've only been following this guy for a few days, but. Yeah, Evan Wilson, uh, who is uh, Ev- Evanistan. Evanistan. Uh, E-V-A-N-I-S-T-A-N on Instagram. Um, but yeah, go check him out because shit's fucking awesome. Um, nice. Was it Spa? Yeah. means Brett Oh, that's is me. Yes, it well, is. In, in typical traditional fashion, right? I don't know. I'm going to also do a blacksmith and uh terrible i don't know segue pun thing that i just tried to make aside uh since we're talking about kind of creating your own traditions or um just not following the fucking rules i have to spiff ben snur again because he put out a fucking coin tray he just showed off this coin tray that he made oh it's fucking gorgeous the braided steel thing this is it's a prime example of when people ask me uh, blacksmithing questions or or when they don't know anything about blacksmithing and they initially say like, oh, you must make knives or horseshoes or something, you know, whatever your sense of tradition is when it comes to moving steel. This is Ben, who is a hammer maker, tool maker. He, he's made tons of things that are by traditional standards what a blacksmith does. And then suddenly he puts up this beautiful little braided steel coin tray that looks With fantastic. The hashtag. With the hashtag, not a hammer, which I loved. Yeah. So the idea that it's not necessarily breaking tradition. It's just showing people that there's like the aspects of moving steel or blacksmithing or forging, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be these obvious um, objects that get created, right? Mm. It's just somebody that like I think at face value, and I mean this with all the love in my heart, at face value, if you met Ben in person and he's like, I'm a ranch worker and I make tools and hammers, that would be it. I would just imagine he's making tools and, and doing all that. But he has a really creative approach to stuff. If you watched any of his Damascus stuff that he's yeah. made or his little jelly rolls, he always has fun. He <laughs> like finds ways to be creative and use the aspects of blacksmithing but then expand outwards on those. So I just, I really appreciate it. I know a lot of the listeners already either follow him or they know about him because we've talked, but I think Ben is a really good, uh, he's setting a really good standard for being able to use what are the traditions of blacksmithing and and go elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good shot. Uh, Alphonse. I'm going to go. Rogue. Yeah. Yeah, so I would like to spiff uh, basically all the parents out there. Um, we don't have kids, but uh, I can imagine how much more exhausting life is 
if you're yeah. basically trying to keep idiots from killing themselves on a yeah. daily, hourly, minutely basis. Um, as wonderful and as, as rewarding as it is, uh, basically, it must be a lot more difficult. Um, it yeah. must be a lot more challenging, especially like the kind of festive period as well. There's added stress and pressure, not only kind of having to look after people, having to visit, like you said, Steve, I think you said right at the start of the show. Yeah. Maybe do things you don't want to do, visit people you don't want to see, you know, um, almost traditionally being forced into things which aren't enjoyable yeah. because mm -hmm. it's tradition. Um, and I think it's just having a simple weekend just made me appreciate that it is about the little things that are important. Yeah. It's not about spending money that you can't afford. It's not about going and seeing people that you don't want to see. It's not about doing things. It's not about doing things for the sake of tradition that you don't want to fucking do. Yeah. So especially for the next like couple of months, just make sure that you're actually doing things that are fulfilling, creative, yeah. constructive, relaxing to Brett's point earlier, you know, taking the time to just take it easy. Yeah. Um, it's been a fucking weird year. It's been a fucking weird two years. Um, and the festive period could just be a time to go, you know what? I'm just going to lock myself in a box for a month and not speak to anyone. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, specifically for those that have kids, um, you're spiffing. Kids are spiffing. Um, but yeah. No, that's that's a good shout. Take it easy, this festive period. And I think that uh, that's quite a good uh, segue into welcoming in the uh, the latest fellow fool, which is um, Will, uh, Rory William McKenzie, um, mm. Blacksmith hey. Andy's uh, little baby boy. Uh, so well done. Well, I was going to say well done, Andy. They you did, did like, nothing. yeah, he did like 10 seconds worth of work and that was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, and, and that's being generous. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, what a zip. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, uh, congrats, man. Um, I've seen a picture, and he looks like a, a little dude already. So yeah, well done. Um, uh, before I go into AOB, um, just going a little bit off the back of, and it is a bit of AOB. So I'm I'm going into AOB, but I'm going first. So fuck you both. Um, uh, and it is going a little bit off the back of what Al said. Um, obviously, we've talked quite a lot about festivities and traditions and this time of the year, the festive period, as it's as it's become known. Um, but this is also a extraordinarily tough time of year for a lot of people. Um, there is vast amounts of information and statistics on the fact that this this time of year is pretty shit um if if you're not in the best place already there can be a lot of pressure on you to uh to to do and be all of these things that perhaps you're not and like al said sometimes if you if you want to go and lock yourself in a room go and lock yourself in a room um but if you are feeling if you're not feeling great and if you need someone to speak to please fucking please reach out whether it's to to one of us, whether it's to someone else in the community, whether it's to a complete random fucking stranger, or go and look at some of the online um, things. Like I've not uh, I've not done much research about it, but I know that there's um, something like BetterHelp that provides um, online um, counselling. Um, if you're in the UK, go and see your doctor, go and see your GP, and just ask them to 
to speak to someone um because and you'll get put on a waiting list and you won't be able to speak to them so well, yeah. go somewhere else yeah um but there are charities out there there are there are people that you can speak to um even if it's just phoning the fucking samaritans even um, if it's rasmus it no um but i suppose like if you speak to rasmus it'll make you feel better about your, yourself yeah, so that's true. yeah um but yeah just just don't don't suffer alone because it's not good for for you or anyone so yeah just fucking reach out because there's a lot of people out there that that will help and if if you reach out and the first person you reach out to is a dick reach out to someone else like <laughs> just keep going because all you need to do is just fucking keep going um but yeah uh is there any other business from you two alphonse yeah um, talking of suffering alone uh i decided to give terminated dark fate a chance Ooh. last night after putting the kids to bed it wasn't awful really yeah hmm. Be- better than the last car crash that was genesis better than terminator 3 yeah uh there's some funny liners in it there's some good action and mm. um, had a little bit of that awful michael bay steady cam um, yeah high uh, low shutter speed weird crap going on like makes yeah. it look, look like you're watching neighbors um but yeah nice solid watch also speaking of shutter speed did you know that in uh spider-man into the multiverse into the multiverse yeah was, yeah uh that one uh miles morales's character in for the first like three quarters of the film was uh so everyone else was in um drawn on twos 25 fps whereas he was in like 12 spf or something like that but like so his his frames per second was uh smaller than everyone else's uh to show like to make him look even more stuttery and awkward than he actually was which i thought was a really fucking cool little tidbit of information Mm. Tip, tidbit, 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 not tidbit. Bitty. No. <laughs> uh, right. So, if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metal X. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade Thirteen, and you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack in an ice cold tent in the middle of winter. Yay! As happily called Frosty Camp. <laughs> brilliant uh and if you want to find us as a collective then we are fools with tools or ftpt podcast in a few places um and of course there is the fools with tools community on facebook as much as we all hate facebook it is a nice place to be um so oh, yeah. we've created the tradition space you know it's, it's a good place thanks thanks brett that added a lot um so without further ado adieu a, a dude uh we'll i'm gonna go drink some tea uh we love you all and we'll see you next week goodbye okay bye okay bye, bye. bye. yeah <laughs>